Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of Chatting with Jen. It has truly been such a long time since I have recorded a podcast episode and it was on my to-do list for the month of September. Today is the 29th of September and I am just getting around to recording a podcast episode. It has been truly busy for me the last couple of months and I have been focusing my energy elsewhere. But I'm back, guys. I'm back. And I hope everybody's in great health. I hope everybody's doing well and we are all still navigating COVID the best way that we can. For me, I know that I'm having a hard time not being able to travel because I like to get up and go. Getting up and just traveling, going to a new country, having a new experience is really something that grounds me. It helps me to really recharge and um, just reconnect with my whys and, you know, the things that really drives me. So I haven't been able to do that. I can't go home to Jamaica. However, comma, the government has required a COVID test. I don't want to take the COVID test. Hence, I'm still here. So what has been going on with me and keto and weight loss and fasting and working out? So I released a book. If you guys have not already purchased my book, you can go to my website, www.ketoyardy.com to purchase my e-book. It is a guide to ketosis and it has 20 plus amazing recipes in there that I might be biased, but I think my recipes are really dope and the content in my book is really also very, very, very good. There are lots of different takeaways and aha moments in the book. So go ahead and go to my website. Again, it's www.ketoyardi.com and get you a copy. It's an instant download to your phone. Once you purchase the book, please ensure that you download the copy because if you don't download it, then you miss the opportunity and then you have to send me an email and I have to walk you through the steps all over again. What's going on with me and keto? It's a journey. It hasn't been perfect. It's a journey and I'm still on my journey. I've been very transparent about what has been going on with me and just really navigating keto and intermittent fasting. I've been fasting, like fasting is my way of life. So it's not difficult for me to fast during the days or during the weeks. It's just been my norm to fast. I had been slacking on my workouts. However, I have recommitted to working out daily and I work out with my trainer in the mornings and I carry on with my day. And it's really been working for me. I have really not been the person to enjoy workouts. I've worked out my entire entire journey, almost in its entirety. Um, obviously, you know, I have my months where my workouts wouldn't be the same, but I can't say there has been a time where I've stopped working out for two, three months at a time. It just has not been my thing. And um, I have been really working out more And I really view my workouts now as a celebration of what my body can do rather than, oh, it's just something to do. So even this morning, I woke up and I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. 
it's 12 17 a.m on september 30th actually not the 29th as i stated before but i really didn't fall asleep until about 6 a.m yesterday morning and i was up again by eight o'clock so i'm really running on fumes right now but i was very intentional yesterday morning i should say not this morning yesterday morning about getting up and going out to my workout and giving my best effort and i burned over 500 and something calories i used my apple watch to track my workouts and it really made me feel good to know that even though i didn't have a good night's rest i was very tired my eyes were burning while i was getting dressed for my workout but i pushed myself and it's something that I talk to my clients about all the time. You know, you have to remember your why. You won't wake up every day and you won't feel overly optimistic about your weight loss journey, your keto journey, life in general. You won't get up every day and you won't feel overly motivated, optimistic, but that is when discipline really kicks in. And we have to be disciplined in everything that we do in order to have success. Discipline does not mean perfection. Discipline means that you understand that there are days where you won't give 100%, but instead of giving zero, you still give a percentage. And then there are days where you'll wake up and you'll be fired up and you'll be like, yeah, I can't wait until it's time for me to get in the kitchen and cook my keto meal or my low carb meal. I can't wait until it's time for me to go to my workout. Those are there. You have days like that. But like I said, discipline is a very, very, very important key to your success. Remember back in the day, DJ Khaled used to talk about major key, and he used to give us these little tidbits about they. They don't want to see us win. They don't want to see us get ahead. And I caution you to really think about those people that you have in your inner circle. Who are the people that you have rooting for you? Who are the people that you have clapping for you? Who are the people when you are trying to make these healthier decisions are trying to encourage you to not make these healthy decisions or telling you that it's okay to not make healthy decisions? Again, I will always preach, your journey is 100% about progress, not perfection. But we must surround ourselves with like-minded people. You know the old saying, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. When you look at your crowd and when you look at your community, that is who is really going to support you. That is who is really going to make the difference between, you know what, we're at a gathering or we're out to brunch and you want to meet a certain goal and your friend knows that, hey, your goal is to lose these last 15 pounds by your birthday. And here you are wanting to have some French toast with syrup. And I'm not talking about keto French toast and I'm not talking about the low carb syrups. But, um, you know, you want to have the French toast with the regular syrup and your mimosas and live your best life. And this is counterproductive to your goal. So you need a friend who's going to give you that nudge and say, hey, 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 get it together. This is not what you're about right now. Your birthday's coming up. You want to look good in your birthday outfit. So let's get it together. We don't want to surround ourselves with a bunch of yes men and yes women in our circle. We need people who are going to help to hold us accountable. And when we talk about accountability, as a coach, as a keto coach, as somebody who has lost all this weight, people look to me for accountability. People look to me for motivation. But who motivates me? Who holds me accountable? 
There's nobody to really hold me accountable. And I can't go and do coaching with another keto coach because people might feel like, oh, I'm going to coach with them to steal their style or to steal their material because I've thought about it like, okay, you know, maybe I should go coach with somebody else. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to rock that boat. I don't want anybody to think anything negative about me as a person and think that I may have ulterior motives. So as a result of that, like I have had to come up with creative ways to hold myself accountable. And one of the things that I've done as recently as September is I've created a ketosis tracker. And what the ketosis tracker really is, is it's just me really being honest about and transparent about was I did I eat keto that day or did I not eat keto that day? And earlier this month, I went away with some friends um, to St. Augustine, which is in North Florida. I live in South Florida. And I wasn't in ketosis. I did not eat keto. And that was a very conscious decision that I made to enjoy myself when I was on vacation or my mini vacation. But you know, that ketosis tracker has really helped me to stay in ketosis and be more cognizant of the things that I am eating. In addition, I've started to log my meals, like really get back to weighing and measuring my meals. Having done keto for as long as I have done keto, it's very easy for me to just eyeball things and know how much of what it is and stay within my macros. But I found that it really wasn't working for me with losing the weight that I had put on by doing lazy keto and not measuring stuff. So I went back to basics and the truth of the matter is that we have to know when we need to scrap something completely and go back to basics because what we're doing isn't working. So today I was doing the October ketosis tracker to just put it out there. It's on my Instagram page. I'm gonna send it out via email to those who have subscribed to my website. But I was trying to refix or re-edit or edit, I should say, the September tracker and it just wasn't working. And I said to myself, to hell with this shit, I am going to just start from scratch. And I started from scratch and my October ketosis tracker looks way better than my September tracker. And it was just so symbolic to me that it is sometimes okay for us to start over. It's okay to say, listen, what is done is done. It is not aligned properly. It doesn't look pleasing to the eye. I'm having a difficult time getting this to look smooth and have the finish that I want. So let me start over. And it's the same thing with your weight loss journey. It's okay for you to get kicked out of ketosis. It's okay for you to eat a higher carb meal and you're picking up where you left off or you're starting over. Starting over does not mean giving up. Starting over does not mean that you have undone all the progress that you've made. Starting over means that you are starting over from experience. You're not starting over from ground zero where you know absolutely nothing about what is working for your body and what is not working for your body. And I feel like a lot of times we get so in our own heads, like we really get in our own heads and we get into what you need to be doing and what this one may be doing and what this one may be doing. And I'm here to tell everybody that, listen, there are three ways to do keto that I know of. There's strict keto, there's dirty keto, and there's lazy keto. 
And I guess there, there are really four different ways to do it. And all of the above. Do whatever works best for you. But be honest with yourself and say, is what I'm doing really working? Is it the easiest thing for me to be doing? Or is it really working for me, for me to accomplish the goals? And if you're doing lazy keto, or if you're doing dirty keto, and it's not working for you, it's okay to say, you know what? I'm gonna start over and I'm gonna go back to strict keto and I'm gonna do what it is that I need to do. Even if you want to do a combination, and like I said, you can do all of the above. If you want to do a little bit of dirty keto and log and measure everything you can if you're a person who enjoys eating products and stuff like that like the ice creams and the cookies and the muffins and different things and chips and stuff if that's what works for you do you do you but just be honest is this really helping you to get closer to your goal so that gives me or that leads me into the next thing that I really want to talk about. And it is being gentle with yourself. So here I am talking about accountability and being real with yourself. And then you might be real with yourself and you're like, yeah, what I'm doing is not really working for me. Janelle has a point. This is really not working for me. And then you get into this habit of wanting to beat yourself up. We're not doing that. And I know I've spoken about this in a previous episode, but I really, really want us to focus on being gentle with ourselves. If you have lost one pound, you are one pound closer to your goal weight. There is no reason to beat up yourself about you having stalled for a week, two weeks, a month, six weeks, two months. There's no reason for you to beat yourself up. If there's room for improvement, do what you need to do. And another thing that a lot of people don't talk about in the keto community is that people stall. Like your body will just say, listen, this is it. The scale isn't moving. And you've been logging your meals. You've been avoiding products. You've been working out. You've been doing everything by the book. And here is this damn scale not moving. And you're at a plateau week one, week two, week three, you begin to get frustrated and you're like, what the F is happening here? So sometimes you can plateau for up to six weeks. And I always say measurements matter. Measure yourself at the beginning and at the at the beginning, in the middle, and again towards the end of every month, which is obviously the beginning of the new month. But measurements do matter. How your clothes fits definitely matters. The NSV is like being able to cross your legs. That's one of my first NSVs that I enjoyed. Getting on an airplane and not needing a seatbelt expander, extender I should say, the seatbelt extender to buckle in the seatbelt or just being able to have that extra pull in the seatbelt. Those things are what really matters. But be prepared to hit a plateau. Like if you're doing keto consistently for a while, you will hit a plateau. And that is when you really will figure out what you're made of. Are you really, really made of the grind, the hustle? Are you determined? Are you really gung-ho like I'm going to do whatever it takes to meet this goal? Or are you really led by 
the chase of the scale moving every week. If you realize that you're a serial wearer, my advice to you is not to weigh in every week. Don't weigh in every week. Weigh in bi-weekly. If that is still a struggle for you, you're still chasing that number on the scale bi-weekly, weigh in once a month and do your measurements once a month. Guys, you have to really, really tap into what is going to work for you and what is not going to work for you. And accountability is so very important on this journey. You have to hold yourselves accountable because guess what? When it comes to my clients and submitting macros, they can give me, they can log anything, omit anything and leave anything out and then submit it and I will never know. So holding yourself accountable, like I said before, is really important and being kind to yourself is equally important. Knowing that if you slip up, it's okay and you will get back on track. Because if you are very determined to meet your goal, you will do what you need to do to get back on track. And being kind to yourself is not the, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I messed up. Oh, I'm going to gain all this weight back. Guys, if you eat one terrible meal, if you go out and you have a burger with fries and um, mimosa at brunch, like if you have one of those hungover burgers or whatever, hangover burgers, whatever they call it. I'm talking about Tap 42 down here in Fort Lauderdale. But if you have one of those burgers with fries and a mimosa, you are not going to regain all the weight that you've lost. That's not how it works. That is how our minds make us think that it works, but it doesn't really work like that. And also, don't run and get on the scale. That's something that we all do. We know we cheat. The first thing we do, we wanna go look at the scale to see what damage we've done. Why do we do it? When we do that, we see the scale has gone upward. Then we start that negative self-talk that I talked about in one of the episodes before. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Understand that this is a journey. Just as if you are in school or you are on a road trip, there are going to be times where you're going to be speeding ahead and there are going to be times where you're going to need to slow down. So let's use the analogy of a road trip. You're heading north on the highway. You're going out of town. There are no cops. You're speeding. You're exceeding the speed limit safely. You have your seatbelt on. You're listening to a good playlist and you're just jamming. You're having a good time. Shades on. Feeling good about yourself. You see the cops in the grass on the median. What do you do? You slow down. It is okay to slow down and regroup. I'll say it again. It is okay to slow down and regroup. Weight loss is not a race. We will see people drop 50 pounds in three months. Some people drop 50 pounds in six months. Some people, it takes them 12 months to drop 50 pounds. Stay in your lane. There is no traffic when you stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Do what you need to do. Slow down if you need to. Stop if you need to. And start over if you need to. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I miss talking to you guys. I promise to keep the episodes coming again. My load has been very, very heavy. But it's lessening a little bit. So I am very happy to be talking to you guys again. 
I know y'all think I might be crazy for saying it like that, but I'm really happy to just be back and talking to you guys again. You can follow me on Instagram at KetoYardie, K-E-T-O-Y-A-R-D-I-E. You can visit my website at www.ketoyardie.com. Go ahead and cop the book, guys. It's a great read. The recipes are absolutely amazing. They're very tasty. I think you'll enjoy the book. So I'll leave you with this. The day that you plant the seed is not the same day that the tree grows. Be patient. Water that seed and watch it grow. Peace and love. Be safe. Be well. Enough love. Later.